What you missed on Prime Time with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon, I'm Clarissa Montero in the studio with me, Pauline Ng, Managing Director of Porcelain Private Limited. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Larissa. You know, it's amazing. You are the founder of a skincare business. You've already achieved so much. You started the company in 2009. That's right. And right before the microphone came on, we were trying to figure out how long you've had this company. <laughs> and the math wasn't quite yeah. what it should be. So we've discovered that you're a brilliant businesswoman, but you're what? It's slightly in denial about time. Yes, that's right. Okay, fine. <laughs> Bad at math. <laughs> Bad at math, but you obviously can count money. I hope so. <laughs> you've been very, very successful. And you started this business very early. You were 23 years old. That's right. Most 23-year-old girls are thinking about buying their first Chanel handbag or, you know, which boyfriend or stuff like that. <laughs> Why business? Why did you want to start a business? Back at 23, mm-hmm. uh, it was when I first just graduated from school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take some time off to decide what I really wanted to do. So when my mom wanted to restart her beauty business, I was just driving her around and helping her find the right suppliers. Mm-hmm. And that's where I realized she was a brilliant professional in her craft, but not so much as a business person. So I started to do her business plans, do her financials. And one thing led to another, and that's why I got involved in the business eventually. So your mom was in the beauty business. That's right, for 20 years before we started Porcelain. And what was her business? Did she own a salon? or? Yeah, she had two separate businesses before. Okay. Uh, both actually failed due to crisis. Mm-hmm. One was from the SARS crisis, another was the Asian financial crisis. Okay, those were very big events That's that right. really hurt small business owners twice in a mm-hmm. very short period of time. That's right. So as a 23-year-old, were there wisdoms that you got from that when you started out your business? Was Mm. there things that she learned Mm -hmm. that you applied to when you started your business? Absolutely. And even to now, it's actually some of the foundation of what we believe in. Mm -hmm. First, it's on accounting methods. We basically make sure that we understand what is prepayments and what do we not spend if we have not earned them yet. I think there's a lot of integrity when it comes to dealing with finances to understand that we are holding our clients' payments for them uh-huh. and that it's not ours to frivolously spend unless we have earned the services rendered. It took you three years to cross your first million. Yes, that's right. That was a huge milestone. It's a huge milestone for any business. Mm-hmm. But you were 26 years old at that point. Yeah. How did that feel? To be honest, at 23, you felt like you were a fully grown adult. Right. You, you didn't feel like... I understood that I was young mm-hmm. but and inexperienced. And that gave me a lot more humility to learn the lessons that I needed to learn okay. in a much cheaper manner, I would say. Okay. And at 26... Everything was very organic when we grew. It was not something that we deliberately planned that we have to be here in three years' time or in five years' time. Everything grew organically from day one. Okay. So we were very blessed to have achieved that milestone, uh, 26 or not. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to talk about how old you are now, (laughs) but you're obviously still very, very young. The company has only been around for 10 years. (laughs) 10 years. We're talking. It's amazing. It is an amazing thing. We're talking to Pauline Ng, Managing Director of Porcelain Private Limited. Now, one of the things that that I think is really, really interesting with your story is you started this business with your mom. Mm -hmm. That's right. And a lot of people have preconceived ideas of, you know, husband, wife, brother, sister, you know, those kind of businesses and the inherent problems when you're working with family. Mm -hmm. What was the experience like for you? Oh, 
the truth. Mm, uh, I'm just kidding. Truth. <laughs> Absolute <Always> truth. Absolute <laughs> truth. I was very blessed because my mom and I started a business together, yeah. and we made it very clear that I would take care of the business side of things, while she takes care of the technical side of things, which is in the treatments. And she really trusted me to run to captain the ship. Uh-huh. And uh, that which is unusual because mothers unusual. usually want to be in control. That's right? right, and she wanted to, but so, so we have to have a very open communication and set expectations between being professional as well as being respectful. In our doesn't we don't let it cross um, that that relation part of our lives. We have had fights where you know things get overly heated, mm-hmm. but we resolve that very quickly because ultimately we are family. Mm-hmm. We have she eventually recognized me as a professional, mm-hmm. and I recognize and respect her so much for her work as well. Right. And I think having that open communication really did help me grow. She gave me the leeway to make the mistakes I needed to make in order to be where I am today, and I'm grateful for that. That's wonderful. But were you close beforehand? We were close actually. We did not live together because my parents broke up uh, when I was a child, but uh, we had still good relations going on. So building a business together is very different because mm. you get to see a mom in a very different light. She's sure. no longer just a naggy mom that you just, uh, yes. you know, <laughs> to try to ignore. <laughs> yeah, But you get to see another side of her, her passion where mm. she takes everything very, very seriously and she never ever disappoints her clients, could trust her to do everything that has been assigned and she needed to know that I could handle things as well maturely and that I would not be too emotional. So we are very different but similar people. We have to learn about each other in a very short span of time. That was something that I was glad to have the opportunity to see my mom in a different light. She sounds like a wonderful woman. I think it's amazing that she let you captain the ship. That's right. Right from the start, right? (laughs) I think she didn't know better. (laughs) Well, no, I think she made a great choice there. Obviously, the business is growing very, very well. You have. You have a healthy history of 10 years. Mm-hmm. You obviously have plans for the next 10. Yes. Expansion I, plans mm-hmm. and whatever, right? And we'll talk about that in just a little while. But I want to find out a little bit about you. Okay. Now, a 23-year-old starting a business, again, I say, mm-hmm. this is when some girls are thinking about you know, mm-hmm. buying their first Chanel handbag, their boyfriends, their next mm-hmm. cool vacation. You were thinking about starting a business. That means a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So now... That the business has established itself, it is healthy and it's doing very well Mm -hmm. and recognized as such. Mm -hmm. Do you have time for yourself? I believe that we always have to make time for ourselves. Okay. Early on when we first started out the business, although we had to work really hard six, seven days a week, paid ourselves peanuts. We Do you always still pay yourself peanuts? <laughs> a little bit more than peanuts now. Okay. <laughs> a bigger bag of peanuts. All right. <laughs> but that said, I think time is always something that we need to carve out because there needs to be balance in how we want to build healthy relationships with our spouse, with our friends. And although we are pursuing the business growth, I think that having a sane mind is important. And sure. as I'm saying this, I'm constantly telling myself because now the business has transitioned into it's greatly different from what it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever I'm doing is something brand new every single day, which is amazing because it's constantly challenging. But facing these stresses, I think I'm telling myself to sometimes take a step back, take that three-day break, go on that ski trip, you know, just be back to nature, do what recharges me. So, yeah, I try my best to So what that does balance. recharge Pauline Ng, Managing Director of Porcelain Private Limited? 
You I, said ski, <laughs> so do you ski? Only the last two years, I okay. recently, because I really enjoy being in the nature. Uh-huh. And uh, before that, I used to dive quite frequently. Okay. Because just being underwater is so There's serene. something beautiful so about diving, right? <laughs> Clarissa, you do dive too, I, right? I dive, I dive. And, you know, it's like, it's amazing because after a dive trip, for days after yeah. that, if I close my eyes, I can still see the fish in front yes. of me. And yes. it, it, it's so calming. That's absolutely. I so, but you stopped diving. I, I still do. You still do. But um, I don't have that much time to go for sure. both. Yeah. So uh, we try to, uh, my husband and I, we try to go on a dive trip and on a ski trip once a year. Uh, that really recharges us. And uh, I'm glad that we can share something. So And you do this together. We do this together. Which is important. That's right. That's my dive buddy is my husband. <laughs> Amazing, right? Yeah, and, and that does help. I think it's great to be able to... Share passions. Yeah. And you need to trust your dive buddy so much. Yes, absolutely. Now, I wouldn't ski with my husband, mind you. (laughs) He'd probably be way ahead of me and I'd be like, where we come back? back." (laughs) So do you go to Japan or do you go to Europe? Both. We have tried skiing in both. The beauty of the mountains is stark. Mm. In Japan, the snow is powder. And uh, we just came back from a trip in Austria. We're very, very blessed to, you know, have... What, did um, you go to Innsbruck? we, uh, We went to Ishko. Okay. Yeah, amazing. I mean, we're the only Chinese there. Uh, we were people were staring at us <laughs> strangely. They might have thought, you know, you were like Olympic contestants <laughs> training quietly in the corner. Oh no, rolling down the hill rolling more like down it. The, hill. <laughs> the, the snow yeah. is different there. It's different. Yeah, beauty, beautiful in its own way. It's it so is that's, very uh, much so. This is the kind of things. I, I mean, in Singapore, I like to read, hang out with friends. You know, spend a quiet evening. Do you indulge in spa treats? Actually, no. Ah. <laughs> the only time I do facials is when I have to test uh, new products. Yeah, my employees and yeah, my products. Actually, it's funny because I have a friend who also does the same business, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what she says. She doesn't <laughs> have regular facials or massages or whatever. Yeah, she only actually tries the treatments when it's a new masseuse or a mm-hmm. new facial therapist mm-hmm. or she's got a new product line that's in right. or something. Yeah, so similar story. Very similar. Yeah. Is it because you spend so much time with it? It's not an indulgence at that point. Uh, not actually. I think that that would, wasn't the priority in mm-hmm. terms of indulging in a spa treatment. When I traveled on like a beach getaway, yes, I would get a massage. Yep. You know, uh, that's something that I still indulge in. Not so much on a regular basis in Singapore. Okay. Yeah. We are talking to Pauline Ng, Managing Director of Porcelain Private Limited. Now, your unique situation is you are partners with mm-hmm. your mum. That's right. Any other family members part of the business? Uh, no. Just the two yeah. of you. Well, we want to keep it that way as well. Because, and you want to keep yeah. it that way. And you said before we, we started this interview that your mum's kind of stepped back in the last few years. She's not That's involved right. so much anymore? No, she's not involved so much. She Basically, we have this arrangement from day one. We just want her to focus on what she's passionate in, mm-hmm. which is doing the treatments. Yep. So she is an aesthetician by training right. and she and completely enjoys doing that. So she comes in a couple of days, a few hours each week just to do that. And everything else, she left me to handle basically everything else. Okay, then, so yeah. handling that also involves thinking about how the business should grow and what's mm-hmm. next. Now, you've got three outlets right now. That's right. And you're opening a fourth. Yes. Tell us about the fourth. Oh, it's an exciting project. The last outlet was our flagship, which opened at Tanjong Paga Center. It's called Porcelain Signatures. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reviews were great because we redesigned the porcelain experience, introduced a skin discovery diagnosis machine, which helps leverage on technology for us to do our job better. 
with the new outlet is going to be at Paragon. Ah. Uh, I love that building. I love how it's a really exciting project. It's actually going to be our biggest store yet. It's mm-hmm. going to be t- twice the size of uh, our flagship. And uh, it's going to be open in two months. Okay. We have some exciting new concepts because I personally, I'm always trying to challenge my team to find how do we push the boundaries? How do we set trends instead of following the trends? And do trends really matter? How do we serve our customers better? How can we enhance that experience better? So one of the things that we are doing is also to try to design an omni-channel retail experience. Okay. The first step is we have uh, relaunched our online web store. It's called shopporcelain.com. It is live right now since last week and we will be integrating it with the new omnichannel retail experience at Paragon Store. We're very excited about that. So where in Paragon is your new porcelain going to be? It's going to be at the new wing uh-huh. on the fourth floor. On the fourth floor. That's right. Okay, where some of the more expensive boutiques are on that side of things. It's quieter. It's yes, quieter. okay. Yeah. I look forward to uh, stepping in there because Please I shop at Paragon quite often. <laughs> and come. now I shall go look and see what you've done. Thank you. Again, we go back to the fact that you were 23, you started this business. When did you start your skincare line? We started our skincare line, we started product by product okay. because we never had the intention to create an entire line. Because of our experience in skincare treatments, mm-hmm. we were able to identify very specific needs that we couldn't fix with existing solutions. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why we created the first product, which is the Balance Sebum Control Essence that helps to balance the overall health of the skin from the pH to moisture and, and the oil content. That is still one of our best sellers. So with that product, we decided to continue working on it and realize that uh, as our understanding of the skin evolves, Mm. we also created more products that could fit into our idea of how healthy skin should be and how do we achieve that using a combination of both natural ingredients as well as technology without compromising on the resilience of the skin. And it's in fact to build on the resilience of the skin so that your skin can actually take care of itself and rejuvenate and repair itself. So you started with one product and how many do you have in your product line now? Right now, 14. Two years ago, we actually had 18 products, but we actually tried to simplify. We realised that we don't want to overcomplicate our clients' lives as well. And we want to make sure that we're not introducing things that are redundant for the sake of creating a full line. Mm-hmm. We want to introduce things such that every single product has its place on the shelf. Okay. If not, why do it? What's yeah. the point? Yeah. That's right. I mean, a lot of busy women are looking for ways to simplify their skincare, not yeah. have more things to do, right? Yeah. Serum, pre-serum, <laughs> whatever. I don't even remember the sequence of what I'm supposed to do. It's like I need a degree to figure out what to put on my face. Yeah. So I tend to go back to soap, water, moisturizer sort of mm-hmm. systems, right? <laughs> So how much of this did your mom be? Was she involved in the development of the products or was mm. this you and your team? Or? Uh, my mom was not involved in the development of the product, but she is pivotal in the testing phase mm-hmm. because there's as much as what the labs could provide in terms of lab tests. Uh, ultimately, it is when you use it on clients in our climate, in this kind of control settings where different. we get to see them every mm. week uh, for reviews, uh, she is able to give very good feedback on how effective it is actually when it's being used across a range of clients of different skin types and age groups so she provided a really good uh, sounding board in terms of uh, in that area okay i'm going to ask you a question that i'll give you a second to think about okay since we are Money FM and we're always looking at thinking ahead, right? And you are a very forward-thinking entrepreneur. I try to, I try to be. <laughs> you try to be. And you're in your 10th year. 
Ten mm-hmm. years from now, you'll be looking at celebrating your 20th anniversary. Mm. Now, if you could jump into a time capsule mm. and zoom 10 years ahead, what would you want your 10-year-older self to know about this point right now, right before you open your new big store at Paragon? Wow. <laughs> what wisdom do you think you can share with yourself 10 years from now that might be useful? This is one of the hardest questions <laughs> I've ever had to answer, <laughs> to be honest. It's always funny because, like, right now, what I would tell my 23-year-old self would be something... It's easier. It's, it's always easy. easier. It's like what you would tell yourself 10 years ago, You know, Steve Jobs says right? it's easy to connect the dots backwards. Mm. Right. But so when now I'm asking you to connect them forward. Forward. Uh, I think vis- I've never really visualized things beyond three years ahead, mm-hmm. even for the company as well, because things are moving so quickly. Right. We're on our 11th year with smartphones mm-hmm. only. Right. And... 12 years ago, you wouldn't have known 12 years later what would have been because technology is changing so quickly. So right now, I'd like to say that we should focus a lot more on thinking about being more inclusive Mm -hmm. because I think that Singapore is a really small market. If we are thought to think that our grades are all our own, we study and then we don't share our results with anybody else, it's very um, independent of the people around you. But truth couldn't be further and right now I think it's a lot of it has got to do with platforms a lot has got to to do with crowd you have to be more open-minded to be more inclusive your ideas share them and see how you can build on them with what technology offers and what other suggestions that people can provide I think being more open and inclusive can help us move forward quicker I guess (laughs) that makes perfect sense to me (laughs) and I I have to say that I agree with you maybe when I was a kid you didn't really share your, your study notes and stuff right. like that. But as we move forward, there is more inclusion and mm. and team efforts and team sort of projects that I yes. would never really had when I was, was in school. It wasn't yes. about a team. It was about mm-hmm. you and your results. And, that's, that's right. And now it is more mm-hmm. inclusive and 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. I would imagine yeah. that it would be even more so. Yeah, and actually I was also thinking that with the technology moving in towards uh, automation and AI and robotics, where how is our life going to change? Uh, how is our how are we going to consume information? How are we going to work in a new space ten years later? Yep. And what are some of the skill set and mindset that we need to adopt in order to be successful? You know, ten years later is something that we have to think about as well. I don't have the answer. I don't. Well, I you wish. Know what? Maybe we'll come back and talk to each other ten years from now on Money FM and see what happens. Pauline Eng, Managing Director of Porcelain Private Limited, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. And good luck on the new flagship. Thank you so much. At uh, Paragon, I'm hoping for an invite to your grand opening. You're invited. (laughs) Absolutely good. (laughs) You're on Money FM 89.3.